Hey, Jenny, you know me. You know I love to gamble. And normally, I mean, you know this, right? I do. I mean, we normally, do. yeah, so the biggest gamble I'll take frequently, I'll take gambles like I will, um, I'll order truck stop sushi. <laughs> that's, a, that's a big gamble. That's a, yeah, like airport sushi, you know, same. Absolutely. Or I'll, um, I'll online date with somebody who's been really heavily filtered. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. So those are my online gambles. But for sports betting, I mean, whether it's the NFL or the NBA or uh, um, Major League Baseball, you know, for me, the place I go to is betonline.ag. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Oh, you're telling me being a Houston Astro fan, I know that's not popular right now because of the cheating, but whatevs. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action happening on betonline.ag. Yeah, and I'm a novice, so like it's also a great place to get the news, odds on for all of your sporting needs. I don't think they do um, ice dancing yet, but I think it's coming. Uh, <laughs> and uh, But for the major sports, your Major League Baseball, your NBA, your NHL, and all your UFC and MMA action. Which I know you're a huge fan of violence. My God, all of it. Uh, but I'm here to tell you, but you'll get real-time updated odds, props on almost anything you can imagine with betonline.ag. Yeah, BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets. And here's the thing. You'd think that would cost something like a fortune to sign up, but you'd be wrong. It's free to sign up. It is totally 100% free. And I'm here to tell you, before you even see another pitcher walk on the mound, Yes. Head to betonline.ag on your laptop, mobile device, iPad, Kindle, I don't know, whatever, you know, yeah. works for you. Flip and guess over. what? Take advantage. 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Holy balls. Bet online. They're your online sports expert. You don't have to sit on the sidelines anymore. You get in the action and use the promo code CLNS50. To receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. That is CLNS50. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. 1000%. Everyone go immediately right now. Let's make some money. We've been, we've all been sitting around just losing money during this pandemic. It's time yeah. to, it's it's time for it to come back in our pockets. And that's what betonline.ag is here to do. And there's no sure way to make money than to bet on sports. I always that's what that's how I was raised. I know that's how you were raised. And I think that's the most important thing in the world is sports and gambling. (laughs) And do it. Doing it. it. (laughs) Get on this doing it nation. Betonline.ag and use the promo code CLNS50. D-O-I in apostrophe I-T-W-I-T Thank you, Eli Braden. Thank you, Eli Braden. It's hardly the same now that we've heard it live. Yeah, no, it's weird. It's um, it's now. What's the definitive version? It's this feels like you know when you sit in first class and then they try to send you back to coach and you're like, no, no, no. 
No, you know, or you think business class is fine. I'm happy I'm business class. And then like you get that first class and then suddenly business class, you feel like you're in steerage. Yeah. So now Eli's song is- It's ruined. It's ruined, basically. He needs to do the remix. Yeah. Like R. R. Kelly type. <laughs> Are we big enough? Can we get like a bigger artist to do the- uh... We've had, but we should ask Ann Murray. <gasps> well, folk version. Oh, or songwriters, or Bun. We could get Bun. Oh, I'd love to get Bun B. Yeah, why not? I love would, Bun B. Rap version of our song going. Anyway, doing it, Nation. Thank you. Welcome. Here well, we are. Here we are. This is a little mini episode, or a mini sode, or a mini epi. It's a. Oh, hang on. A minute. It's a minute. Oh, hang on. Why did my hold on? What happened? Something just popped up on my lap. Oh, there we go. Oh. Can you see me? I just saw porn. What did you think? It was me. I was trying something new. Did you like it? No, you're more limber than I thought. And um, I mean, who were those seven people? Uh, they're acquaintances. You know? <laughs> they're, well, actually, we, we like to call each other a team. That's beautiful. I think so. How now, Danny, I have to ask. So this weekend was huge sports weekend. What was your favorite? I mean, you, your head must be spinning. Well, the thing that got me, and I'm you son of a bitch, because okay. I actually was watching some sports, was uh, um, I did not mind uh, that last. I, I kind of want the Bucks, if I'm being honest, and I loved their win. Oh, I did like the Bucks. I thought that was great. Did you watch the uh, Euro soccer? No, I just saw the aftermath of, I heard it was... Um, Tell me, can you explain it to me? I haven't caught up on it. Okay, so I'm, and I'm not a big soccer, like football, whatever. I know. Yeah, but I was like, okay, you know, I'm going to check this out. It's like the finals. It's, you know, England, Italy, whatever. That is the most stressful shit. And the fans of that are so invested. I mean, it. It's, it's nationalism, literal nationalism on, in sports. And then it comes down to PKs. You're like, what? I mean, watching it, I'm like, my heart, I have zero invested in either of these teams. And I'm like, just my assholes clenched watching this. And then when Italy wins, they're crying. You look at England, they're crying because they lost. I was like, this is the most emotional shit I've ever watched in my life. And I had just seen within a five minute span die. I'm really sorry, but the Yankees Astros game. Oh, uh, yeah. Kai, were you watching that? I was not. I was traveling. <laughs> Okay. Are you just choosing to say that? Probably. Okay. Yeah. Because it was like a walk-off home run for the Astros. So. <laughs> but with like a five-minute span, I'm flipping through, I'm watching the Astros, and then the, it was the most emotional shit I've ever seen. No, ever. It's, it's, it's crazy. I mean, I remember, I remember watching penalty kicks at AYSO. Like for when 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 the girls were playing, I wasn't there. My my friend Tim. Wait, Keller, what is AYSO? American Youth Soccer Organization. And so it's the, for the kids when my kids were in there. Ah. And there was a girl. So my my friend, there was there was one girl. Her name was uh, um, I'm I'm just gonna make up a name, um, but we'll call her Dana. Okay. Little girl Dana. She was very good, but her parents were very fucking intense oh that's not fun he gets up for a penalty kick and the mom can't help herself and she <laughs> screams we love you no matter what <laughs> in the middle of the thing stop so it they, 
So then Tim's daughter gets up and is taking a penalty kick and he gets up and he screams, we only love you if you make this. <laughs> and it's like, it was, but it was like, and I thought that was the funniest thing because, but you like, it, yeah, what you, incredible games, even at low stakes. And it comes down to that. I mean, your whole life has built up to one moment. It's unreal. It's just, it's unreal. Un I tell you, and the the penalty kicks that was, and I don't fully even understand exactly all the rules yeah. of. Okay, they're like okay, and I hear, you hear the announcers go, "Now this guy for England is the youngest player ever on the team, at 19 years old. If he makes this, oh, they keep going. If he, you know, misses, Italy wins, <sighs> and he misses. Like my heart i'm still like i could hardly sleep last night i'm so heartbroken for this guy 19 years old i know all on the line i feel this way like in like for my I mean, the sport i like the most is basketball but like mm -hmm. like when you know you have this chance you make one of the foul shots and that gives you a four-point lead and they cannot catch you like make that like a second yeah make one of the shots and to watch a, a young player choke like that or, or, or on anything like that. It's like, I, I mean, I, I don't know. Could you, I couldn't do anything. You, you asked me to spell my name with those stakes. I couldn't do it. I would be like, I, I just don't even know like how, cause it's going to go one way or the other. There's no in between. You're either going to be a hero or everyone's going to fucking hate you. And that well, would be on my shoulders the whole time is that, Oh my God, this is it for me. Like I'll have to move oh, countries yeah. and I, I, I can't imagine because when I played sports growing up, like the, the amount of pressure I put on myself. Yeah. I put, I mean, I still do, but, but you know, like I, I never am happy with anything I do. I should be better. Like I'm very hard on myself, but I can't imagine like that dude will never for the rest of his life, that kick will haunt him. Sure. No, I, I like, I didn't. I, I, this is going to come as a shock to our listeners, but I did not play a lot of sports. Wait. No, I know. So hold on. I know. Wait. I thought I, we were I, close. I, How am I just now? I know. Okay. I know. It's, uh, <laughs> but if I forgot a line in the musical, holy shit. <laughs> if I did not deliver in Pippin. If Jean Valjean, if you fucked that up. <laughs> it would have. It Lights out for you. You'd be done. There's no absolutely no way i i couldn't imagine like i don't know like you think of players that have made these huge clutch like it's like as i was saying i was watching the astros jose altiva hits a walk-off three-run home run like they had been losing the entire game they they got six runs in the ninth yeah. inning and that it, against the yankees too which you know like that's a yeah. like what a hero what a you watch this guy like the whole team comes out carry him off the field and then within five minutes I flip the channel watch the <laughs> this poor guy and, and I love watching uh Prince William and Kate were oh they were they there with George Prince George okay. future king okay Danny you would have loved this that kid seven years old they score he is the level of emotion already at seven years old when he was freaking out and then when they when they lost you could see it was the saddest looking somebody even went oh my god it looks like a uh, batman with his parents before they were mugged <laughs> <laughs> you just 
just see this kid like, and of course he's in a suit too, which it's like, why don't they show up with their faces painted and chest painted? Like do it right guys. No, I mean, you know, think about like, Bill Buckner had an amazing career throughout his tenure. And the only thing anybody remembers is that ball going through his legs. And, and you know, and like, I know nothing else about him. No, but a ball went through his legs. I'm not as but that's what I remember. And, and, and it's like, yeah, that fucking sucks. That unreal. And I, oh, by the way, in the night before I, I watched UFC, which I'm sure you're oh, a huge somebody fan. Broke a leg. I saw you make a, I saw you make a broken leg joke, a Joe Theismann joke. So what happened? Okay. So no? Conor McGregor, which I, you definitely know who that is. Yes, of course. Okay. And he is truly the number one shit talker in UFC. He might not be the number one fighter, but shit talking. And he's, he's you know, he's Irish. So it's just sing songy, like, you know, completely. Yeah. Oh, me, bullet, fuck you. Bullet. Okay. He, in the first round, him and Dustin Poirier. We want to apologize to all of our Irish listeners. Go on. No, that was a spot on impression. I'm sure if they did a spot on impression of me, to be like, oh, motherfucker, crazy redneck. But Dustin, who I love, is Louisiana dude. And he's already beat Connor one time. In the first round, Connor goes to kick him and he like put his leg back and he just landed completely. I mean, his foot com- just took a hard right ankle took a hard left without it, contact he did not without his- con- he just landed completely wrong they're saying maybe when he kicked him that could have done it but and he put his leg back and just there's you know on the ground leg going they had to just fights done he's on his butt in the octagon joe rogan with the microphone and he's still talking shit to dustin like, no, on the ground with a broken leg. With bone going that way, foot going that way. <laughs> Rogan's like, asking, he's like, and you watch it in me, DM. She's still direct, like he's still talking shit. <laughs> wow, like, he's, like, he's like the Black Knight in um, uh, in uh, uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. When he's like, come back, what are you, come back. What are you gonna do, bleed on me? <laughs> all I kept thinking in my head was on Chappelle's show when he did the Rick James. Oh yeah. Thing. And when Charlie Murphy tells the story of like him and Eddie just beating up Rick James' legs on the couch, and he goes, he's crawling off, his yeah. legs are like linguine, he's like, fuck you. <laughs> and he's just still talking, like he would refuse to. I'm like, that was Conor McGregor just on the ground. He had to leave in a stretcher. I mean, like three and a half hour surgery on his bolts, pins, screws. How much was that event for people to pay for? I'm guessing that was probably a fifty dollar event. I didn't pay for. I just follow it on the Twitters because immediately when it happens, you can just watch it. Yeah, you were putting it on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's- I definitely wouldn't pay for one of those Jake Paul, Logan Paul fights. But no, no I just I, I, I'm so happy I don't have to know about. Like it's like I'm at that point now where it's like I'm good. I don't need to know about this particular part of the culture. <laughs> Do you feel that way with technology? No, I'm the opposite with technology. You love new technology. I love it. I want to have, whenever I hear, I hear about things that are coming down the pike, I want them. So I'm like, I do stay up on all of that stuff, but, but yeah, but they're just the little, the little social, the little cultural things. Yeah. I was like, I, I was joking, like the older you get, the less people on people magazine, you know, 
It's like now I could look at a people and I have no idea who any fucking person. It's all reality shows I don't watch. Yeah, you're looking, it's like such and such on the cover. You know, she's decided to, you know, focus on, I'm like, who the, I'm glad she's decided to focus on her health, but who the fuck is that? I have yeah. no yeah. idea. Yeah, yeah, like exactly. <laughs> Sierra and Sierra and Duncan are split <laughs> Oh no. You know, Mackenzie had a nip slip. You're like, what? yeah, oh, hey, well, my God. all right. Well. And now she's off uh, desperate, <laughs> dangerous ladies. She's now a real housewife with no, how many real housewives with no husbands? That's also a funny thing, or like yeah. no significant other. Doesn't have to be a husband, it could be a wife, but. Wow, very inclusive. Thank you. Yeah, I just wanted to. No, no it's good. It was, okay. I mean, we passed Pride Month, but it's good you're keeping it going. You know what? It's never over for me. Oh, it's way. So I, you get one Pride Month and then 11 months of shame is what no, I say. I don't celebrate Pride Month. I celebrate the rest of it. I gay bash during June. When's, gonna, when's the straight parade going to happen? <laughs> Which one of the straight parade? The celebration before that soccer match. There was guys sticking. Did you see the pictures of guys sticking like fireworks in their assholes? Sports at that level is it's it's all the gay energy of people who can't just suck a dick and be happy no. that's how i feel about it it's like it's that up. there's so much like i know this from like my fraternity house like some of the most rabid fuckers in that moment are now the loveliest people who have settled down in yeah. New Hampshire with their special, you know, and like, they're happy. And like, I got, I've had like five apologies from people like that in that. You know, all angry. Oh, it, it just to be that pissed. And you're right. Like I, I've always thought it was funny where it's such a, a hyper masculinity, but you're looking going, dude, you are wearing the Jersey of a man. You don't even know. <laughs> like you have a stranger's work shirt on. Yeah. And you don't even know this person. That, that guy wouldn't piss on you if you were on fire, but you're sitting there like taking up and tweeting and, and, and trying to fight people in a parking lot. Although I bet in his fantasy, he does get pissed on by that guy. Well, he's probably right. <laughs> <laughs> probably just a, a little bit. Sports. But it, it does blow my mind, like the anger and hostility. And even after that soccer match, did you see like the, the, the fight that took place? I saw like I saw Wembley. what was happening. Oh, I mean, just leaving the you know, like people just exiting the oh, stadium. Yeah, yeah, and and just beating the crap out of other people because they have on a shirt that doesn't match the. I mean, kicking like a, it was the most insane. And I don't know if it is it sports or is it that we've been locked up for so long? Is it a combination? Like at Dodger Stadium, you know, you see it at Dodger Stadium. I don't know. You weren't here, but when I first moved out here, when when uh, the Raiders were in LA, yeah. So I went to all. I think I went to two games. First game, I really wasn't that happy, but we had better seats at the second game. I'm like in my twenties. I for sure thought they're playing the Giants. Yeah. Oh like, God, those two teams have the worst. And I and I thought, there, like when we you know there was we saw brawls, we saw this, like two people were killed at that game, and like we like and I was like I was with um one of my roommates, this guy Dave, and he, I was like, and he's like, ah, I was like that's gunfire, and it's like it's fireworks, it's a football game, you don't know anything about sports, and of course we get home and it was gunfire, there was like shootings in the parking. Right. 
It would, I mean, and it was all, this is in the golden days of. And of, by the way, LA Raiders, Raiders alone, bad fit in LA. <laughs> no, it was Bloods and Crips. It was like a war going on. And it was like the beginning of the East Side, West Side. You know, it was a little bit of that. I mean, this is pre-Tupac and Biggie, but it's- But everyone wore Raider shit just to look tough. Like it was like a, a Raider's cap, and like it looked hard, a black. You yeah. Know. Now they're in Vegas, which there's no way it's going to get better. That they're not the Las Vegas Raiders. Like, let's send no, them to an even more fucked up town. This is what I wonder, though. I think it might get better because you don't okay. have in Vegas, I think- Every game there is an away game. So it's like for every, for either team. So even if you like the, you're like, you don't have that core. I think That's a good point. Because when they were Oakland Raiders. Yeah, I know. I mean, Oakland is always known to be so peaceful. Very, very sweet. Very, uh, <laughs> very understated. God. Well, well uh, what else have you been doing? How's the comedy been going? Oh, it's been good. So I did, you know, I've been doing the flapper shows. I did an improv show long, like I've, it's so nice, wow. like getting back out. I was, I love doing the, when I opened for Jay Leno, that was just like an extra oh, tell treat. Tell me about that. That was crazy. Where did you do that? Was that a comedy? Okay. No, it was at flappers. And so I, I get, you know, booked to the show and it's like, oh, it's for Jay Leno, your feature for him. I'm like, are you, you know, kidding me? But I've done shows with other like big names and not, I'm not like ripping on people, but usually like, they're like, okay, they're working on their own shit. They're headlining. Yeah. 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 You know, and anytime, I think I've told you this before, but it's still funny. One time when Nick Swartzen first asked me to like open for him at the Mirage in Vegas and I was shitting myself. And then I go have dinner with Anthony Jeselnik before. And I said, I'm so nervous. And he was like, Jenny, just remember no one bought tickets to see you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> because if you do good bonus if you suck whatever next coming up you're fine like let it go so but right. other comics like when you know I've, I've been around other comics where they're yeah. not very nice to the yeah you know. you know, jay is supposed i mean i have my issues with him like about everything but jay's like the people i know i know people who've worked with jay for 30 years i know one writer rob young has been with him he's still do, he still writes for him like for the garage like and mm-hmm. he's so good to this guy and this guy's a good guy so you know. Yeah, I'm telling you, I like right when I got there and there was two shows, like eight and 10, main room, you know, sold out, of course. Oh, he didn't do the yoo room? <laughs> Shocking. No, <laughs> they were like, no, we think you could maybe draw a bigger crowd. You know, come on in. He's sitting in the main room with his wife. The whole time, just, they watch everybody's shit when I, I, I didn't even like meet him beforehand because I just wanted to. Yeah, yeah, I get that. You know, kind of get through my shit. Get up. And uh, I felt good. I was like, and I felt, and, and I, you know, in my head, I was like, this is a Tonight Show crowd. Like, don't. Yeah, no, don't, yeah. Maybe don't do it all the batch. The batch. Maybe all, all my, like, potty, whatever. But when I got up there, I just kind of did my set anyway. Yeah. It worked, but I, I walk out of the back, like, where you kind of go in the kitchen towards the green room. He follows me out, oh. comes over, and he was like, that was great. Hey, he chased me. Talked to me for, like, 10, 15 minutes. It was like citing jokes that I did that he really liked. He was like, that was top. That was great. I really used to like, he was so nice. And then there was other comics in the Yoohoo room that were like, holy shit. He just like came in and like talked <laughs> like the, like he was so lovely. It means a lot. I mean, like whenever you like, even like, in your, I'm sure you found even at your level, if you are, they're younger people and you 
give them a shout out. It means a lot. Like I went to the, I did a show last night at um, the, uh, um, uh, at this club at uh, um, uh, um, the, called The Good Night. And there's some good comedians there, but it was mostly like younger people. But like, I'm, I have like, I, I have a cachet about me. I even do in my act, you know, the, the, the people like, they're like the big thing. And it was like, I was literally the only one in that room who owned a home. Um, <laughs> so that became like a major. And that way you could get on stage and go, you pieces of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I always, you know, I developed that with you when I was like, yeah. <laughs> in Washington. but like when I would say to like some of the, cause there were a couple who just had some really fucking killer jokes. And I could see yeah. what it meant to them because I remember when somebody did what you're like, what Jay did yeah. really like those things are valuable. It sticks with those people. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's a great fucking boost. Wait, I mean, like you, obviously I'm going to pay you a compliment. So get ready. Buckle oh, up. <laughs> Michael, listen up. Yeah. Listen, Michael. I'm gonna say something nice about your dad. Okay. You're so likable and kind to people. Like you, you don't disappoint. I can see like when we've gone places and people yeah. meet you, like you yeah. don't disappoint people. Say, Michael, get the fuck off that <laughs> dumb. Don't oh touch my, my fucking Emmy. I should have pulled out. Anyway, um, <laughs> go back to how nice I was. Do that again. Uh, okay. See, <laughs> but you are like every time we've been places and people that are like, oh my god, that's like they really get excited when you you don't disappoint them you're oh, always like super lovely and you you always treat people just the way that like even better than they would hope to be treated i oh, I, I and i've seen that like how excited a oh, person that makes me very happy that you're saying that that's nice i try no I but you do like it's, it's very people, very my true favorite, uh, my favorite really famous people are those ones who like people who like are like that was how ty burrell was with everybody like, yeah go anywhere with him it was just like that's how ed o'neill was with everybody yeah read frankly you know like you know he has that attitude but i when somebody was excited to meet him they would always hit him and you know yeah when you, when like, you see a person like that like you've hung out with enough people like ty burrell you've always said everything nice about ty you're like i best person to write for that's how i feel like as a person like as nice as i am i'm a piece of shit compared to what ty is but but you've also been on the other end of. Oh, I, I don't want to name names, Roseanne. Uh, but, <laughs> um, and I won't name names. Or, or Roseanne, uh, Barr or Arnold or. Um, that, just Roseanne. Or, doesn't matter. Hyphen. Doesn't Hyphen. Matter. Roseanne Hanks. But when there's been people like, I mean, I remember like being disappointed and seeing like two kind of bigger name comics come into Flappers. And I was so excited one time. And then they just ran the light they all these comics got bumped and, i mean it was just the worst thing ever and then they just left and didn't even stay to see you know like it's it was I, so disappointing so rough when they're like that i know it's really disappointing in comics as a there, i mean there's a lot of bad apples in that group i mean i definitely uh, it was so rough like when I first because I started when I was like 17 and I did 19 and I could not take how mean certain people were who were established yeah and it really like broke my it was like it was like i can't my heart can't take this you know it's like, like uh, there's some people you're like i know he's in the other room but i really don't want to meet him because i, I know if i go in there my whole know. childhood will be wrecked yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. i was actually watching i'm trying to think whose podcast it was but it was um i think anthony jeselnik was the guest maybe it was like rogan or someone with they were talking about like meeting people and how 
on stage, usually the people that are like the clean comics that are really are the biggest assholes. Well, I mean, it's Cosby. Yeah, <laughs> that was said. But then you're like, oh, and then the person who's really trying to do this raunchy sex, you know, just this really offensive thing off stage, you're like, hi, how are you? Oh, let me donate to your charity and let me. <laughs> I think that's, I think there's the people who are do these intentionally like super clean acts, but like, you know, it's inauthentic. Like, 100%. when I both know Gaffigan, he's as nice as he is on stage. Yeah, he is. Like, he he is that person. Exactly that kind guy. But we also, I'm not going to name names, but we also know those ones who, who put up a very clean and, mm -hmm. and monstrous. Um, I mean, Cosby was the ultimate who, you know, really, and came after like, other black comics like ripping on them for their language and how they dress and and you're like, like Hannibal Burris bit yeah you pick but, up it's, pants. but but it's like he's like you want me to pull my pants up motherfucker pull your pants up shit like, <laughs> that whole Cosby thing I'm still blown away yeah yeah I can't believe he had to serve so much time is that the point he didn't do anything wrong <laughs> it's so fucked up and I swear to God he's there's going to be some fucking club that is going to put him up. Guaranteed. Because it'll, somebody will be there. And they can go fuck themselves. Yeah. Even if it's a person that's like, I know he's guilty. I don't care. It'll just well, be a gonna... funny thing. If you're taking money out of your bank account and paying to see that piece of shit. They're going to rationalize it. And there's no rationalization. Fuck you. This isn't a situation of like a comic who crossed the line or did this or like, yeah. you know, it's just, this isn't fucking Louie, you know? And that, like, this isn't that. This is yeah. fucking one of the, the greatest rapist. Like, <laughs> like we'll go down in history as one of like the like, serial sexual predators. Genghis Khan and then Bill Cosby. Um, and Harvey Weinstein, like, when when I was reading shit that it's like, oh, that loophole they found might work for Harvey Weinstein. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, are we just circling back to? There's, yeah, I mean, no, there's nobody coming to Weinstein's. I mean, there's no Felicia Rashad for Weinstein. And there's <laughs> that Felicia. I still will have to give it up for Aunt Viv from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. That was amazing. A, a friend of mine tweeted, um, and the tweet was, imagine saying something so fucked up that your sister starts to trend because Debbie Allen was trending. <laughs> Such a great goddamn joke. I think it might've been Josh Malina. Like how, it, how deep did you go in your bullshit that it's now trickled into your family? It was so bad that your- How bad was sister <laughs> with a different name is trending number two. That's fucking great. Oh, can I tell you one thing before we get into the movies? What I saw today on Twitter that blew my mind. So I'm sure you've been glued to the TV with the whole CPAC. I, I, I couldn't. I've been like, I mean, I, I'm so grateful, but I, I, I've gotten little clips, but yes. Okay, I've only seen the clip because something will trend because somebody said crazy shit. Of course, of course. You know, and it's like, oh my God, wow, holy shit. They just, hits keep coming. But I see Mel Gibson. I heard about this, tell me. Okay, I, and I, I thought, why? Okay, Mel Gibson is trending, so I'm sure this is going to be. Yeah, yeah he called whatever. somebody. And, and there was a tweet from a person that said, oh, here's Trump walking into um, the UFC fight. And Mel Gibson 
salutes him Good as he walks as he walks by and and you see this quick clip and i look i'm like it kind of looks like mel gibson but yeah i bet that's not you know like i heard it is and then sure enough there mel gibson he saluted trump i'm like any how, <laughs> how can you God. be in the same class i think mel gibson did not know that ivanka converted to judaism that's probably the reason and married a, like an orthodox Jew. We, we don't claim that guy. I know, but he's like even more. Oh, no, he's Jewy, Jew, Jew. Yeah, he's Jewy. Jew. <laughs> but I don't know, that it just blew my mind. I'm like, Mel Gibson is. Why don't my, why don't my heroes let me down? I mean, <laughs> it's just we can't have nice things. Like, that's just. Nice things. But you know who, who I just read something about who I love is Danny Trejo. Oh, I love Danny Trejo. He's fantastic. Oh, he's the greatest. And Danny Trejo, like we're, I'm working with somebody, we're writing a part for him on this other thing. And he did a Modern Family and he was just the coolest guy. And I- I, I, I didn't know he did a Modern Family. Yeah, yeah, he played like a janitor. He's like, and he was like, he's terrifying and fun and knows who he is and- Yeah. You know, I and, just read something about him, but I was like, that's somebody who's like, did time in prison. Like he's had this whole insane his, life. His, his second act has been remarkable. And everything he does, like throughout the pandemic, I would see like, you know, he's got a donut place. He's got taco, he's, he's feeding the frontline workers. Like there's no one who, okay, he messed up. He acknowledges that he did his time. He got up, like. I agree, I'm, I'm all for rehab. If yeah, everything about him I love. And then you look at someone like Mel fucking Gibson, who is the worst person ever. Yeah. And Perfect. still, still no, thriving apparently. The Jews do not control Hollywood because I promise. He would not be getting movies. Um, what, so speaking of that, what have you been watching? Okay, I've got two things. Just watched White Lotus on HBO. Oh, is oh that's is that the wait? Is White Lotus like the Indian? No, no, no. This is the the new. It's a new series. Uh, like Molly Shannon's in it. Oh, I don't know this. Oh, it's. The pilot was really interesting. I highly recommend it. It's like a kind of thrillery, like what's but it has some comedy. Oh wow. I don't really know how to explain it, but I would highly recommend it. I because the pilot was good. And usually like if a yeah. pilot can rope me in. Yeah, for sure. Okay, yeah. White Lotus. White Lotus. And then um I think you should leave. I watched sort of the second season. We, I was just talking to my son about it too. Yeah, I now I thought I love it because I think it's good. I did think it took a, it wasn't quite the first, but I know how that can go. Mm -hmm. But uh, but Jesus Christ, everybody did you watch the whole the whole second season. I watched the whole second season that night. It came out. I could not. <laughs> well, yeah, they're like fifteen minutes. Each. I know, and I could not. I mean, I I, I want to watch it again. Actually, the, we were just talking. We were just joking about the pattern shirt. The pattern, the pattern shirt killed me, and then the the thing in the ghost tour. Where he oh was like, so this is the adult, so we could say he's like, so fucking oh. cum shots, horse cocks. That was, <laughs> and he couldn't control. I just, I don't understand. He was like, you said it was adults, like so sad about it. That he's, shit, that guy is like a one of a kind. So fucking good. It's, he, he's created a whole genre almost in terms of that kind of comedy. It's great. But, I don't even know how to describe like his, him as a just looking at him. He's the most like, oh, I copy his homework if he said, yeah. you yeah. know, 
it, it's like the least, you know, like threatening type person, but <laughs> one of the heaviest hitting comics, like just. Oh my God. I, I, it's like, I, I, it's, it's just iconic. He's great. I thought it was fantastic. I'm not sure now there was Sam Richardson. Um, oh God. I, I love Sam Richardson. Sam Richardson. He's so good. Um, what have you been watching? Well, I'm just going to give one up right now because it just came out and I've been waiting for this for three years because it's already been out in New Zealand, but it's now on HBO Max. And if you like um, what we do in the shadows, mm -hmm. so there was the movie and then there's a series, both done by, um, so um, Jermaine Clement, one of the Flight of the Concords, and Welcome. my close personal Twitter friend. Yeah, I know, I'm, that's like, anyway. I'm so sorry. jealous of that one. Okay, just let me settle okay. down. Let me settle down my boner. So um, he, so he did this show about, and it's two, a couple of the cops who were who were following the vampires in that in New Zealand. Uh -huh. It's Wellington Paranormal, and it's like a fake documentary of these cops in Wellington. And like the first episode, there's a demon in there, and it's just with that clipped, <laughs> absurdist very calm and polite New Zealand affect. Yeah. With like a Satan. And and and, and it is <laughs> I I've watched I didn't even go to the second episode. I had to watch that first episode twice. Wait, is is Jermaine in this one? So far not. I mean they're they're releasing it. They release two and I guess they're gonna release it every week. But um he 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 wrote the co-wrote the first I think he co-wrote almost all of them. Uh -huh. And um but it's called Wellington Paranormal. Wellington. And okay, I'm definitely watching that. Really it's on HBO Max. HBO Max. I was so happy to, to see it there. I am super gonna watch that. That I, anything. Oh, every time I see Jermaine in anything, like I think that guy's a genius. Genius. I think there's this whole fucking thing happening. There's like this like New Zealand is like sort of like what Canada was like sort of in the '90s. New Zealand is like they are firing on so many cylinders. I mean, Taika and yeah. Jermaine for a while and then Reese Darby and, and 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 this cast there's a woman on this cast whose name I can't remember and I remember her from the movie and she is so fucking funny I just like it just kills me so anyway. and then you don't know her name you can't give her a shout out I literally just I'll next week I will have it I want one more promotion though okay my son Michael I want to just show you on camera there's my son Michael hi Michael I mean, he loves me more than he loves you, but that's, that's guaranteed. Yeah. Um, I, you know how I feel about him. I don't, I yeah. haven't had a lot of respect for things he's done. I, You're on the fence. You kind of. General disappointment. However, yeah. sure. his band, even Kevin, just dropped an album called Pleasant Beach. And it annoys me because it's so good. It has to make me rethink how I feel about my son. And I swear to God, this, you should go to Spotify or iTunes or that LimeWire. The, the LimeWire. Or MySpace. And- um, Burn and a CD. Burn a CD, a <laughs> track. Napster, yeah. Napster it. Yeah. Uh, but it's, uh, it's called Pleasant Beach. Uh, we'll put a link. And Michael, if we had to go out on a song, what song should I exit on this? Yeah. Particular podcast. Give me. Goodbye. Okay, goodbye. His song goodbye. He has a song called Goodbye. Can I ask I, you something though, Danny? Do you to Michael or I can ask Michael this? Yes, ask Michael. When you when you play like a song for him or whatever, does your dad go like, hey, you know, I used to be in a band? Does he like say that a lot? 
every time, like he, he like, <laughs> his little input to it. Those would be like, oh, like I think you should do. It. He, he, like, yeah. he produces us, and I always like, I always think with a smile. I'm always like, oh yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> Why keep, my big note is, it's like when I was your age, I was. I keep just saying, you know, just listen to the REO Speedwagon album a little bit, because I think you could get a little of that production in there. Yeah. Um, no, I, you know, he's like, you know, I, he's got an encyclopedic knowledge of music, and I, I know now not to like, you do your thing. Are you, are, Michael, are you performing anywhere? Oh, we are performing at Will Rogers State Beach on August 21st, so that, that's what we have booked. Um, and we're, we're just looking to book as many gigs as possible this summer. August 21st, well, okay, I'm there. Promote it. I'm Play going. Fly out. Guy, anything you want to promote? I got nothing. Uh, the guy DF on Twitter, I guess. Okay. How about you, Jenny? Anything coming up in this next um, week? I can't think of anything I have. I haven't booked all my shows for the weekend yet, but we'll put them on at the end. Have something exciting. What about you? I have nothing to promote. Um, I got some things going, but uh, I'll let you know. Uh, and um, but you know what, Danny? I love you. I love you too, equally. Maybe. I love you. And guy, we love you too with your skinny face and your little yeah. profile. I love guy. I love guy. What am I talking about? I love, I love guy. I lo skinny guy. Guy, he's so thin right now. I'm um, doing it, Nation. I, you, if you knew the next two guests that we have coming up, you would never stop shitting your pants. No, and you wouldn't believe us. You wouldn't believe us. Like I would, I, I swear to God, I will. If we told you these next two names, and this is not a joke, yeah, you would think it was a joke. So we're just gonna save it for next week. You should definitely be there, though. Yeah. Good night. Good night, doing it nation. Good night. Peace okay. out.